Sometimes you need to take control to make a difference. That's why with FlexPath from Capella University, you're in control. Set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move at a pace that works for you. Discover a different way forward at capella.edu. On the internet, on the phone, or in person. However you want to shop, Gilman has you covered. So go to Gilman online. Let's chat. Give us a ring or come shake our hands. Gilman is here for you. Gilman got rule number 26. However, whenever, wherever. Right now at Gilman Jeep, you can buy a 2022 Wagoneer Series 2 for $67,478. Visit GilmanJeep.com or contact Gilman Jeep for details. Gilman, it's the way to go. <coughs> when you're having a medical emergency, the last thing you need is to be stuck in a crowded waiting room. You can be seen now at your local neighbor's emergency center. We're in network with Blue Cross Blue Shield, Aetna, and Cigna, and open 24-7, including weekends and holidays. Find your nearest neighbors at NEC24.com. That's NEC24.com. ...around trying to sustain in life, trying to manage in life, but in everything that we do and everywhere that we go, there's a purpose and there's a plan that God has for your day. Sometimes we may feel like we missed it, but we actually didn't miss it because it was a part of the team, whatever it was, that we were for that day. So we don't have to beat ourselves up and say, maybe I missed it, God, today. Maybe I didn't hear from you today. It could be something as minor as, or it could be something as big as, but whatever it is, the plan was fulfilled for that day. So we have to continue... So Hattah went forth to Mordecai unto the street in the city, which was before the king's gate. And Mordecai told him all that he had done in the city. And the son of Mary, the man called the Hattah, the king's chamberlain, and Zion, told him. Also he gave him a copy of the writings of Isaiah, and sent them to Hattah, to the scribe, who sent it unto Esther, and to the scribe of Esther, and to Hattah, that she should go in. Unto the king and to 
he may live, but I have not been called to come in unto the king these thirty days. And he told, and they told to Mordecai Esther's words. Then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther, Think not with thyself that thou shalt escape the king's house more than all the Jews. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, it shall be enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knows whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this. So Haman now wants to annihilate the Jews. And he's put out of the tree for this. And he had pleaded with the king for this to happen. So it was going to go forth regardless because now it's in motion. And that's why Mordecai was weeping before the Lord, weeping before the king's gate. And all the people were crying out to God and wailing. And they just began to seek the face of God with fasting and prayers and just wanting God to intervene in what Haman, annihilation for the Jews. So tonight we're going to pray about the annihilation that the enemy has over our lives, over our very soul. All the plans that the enemy has is destruction, steal, kill, and to destroy God's people. So tonight we are going to pray. We're going to believe God that it won't come to pass. We are fasting and praying and knowing that the word of God is stronger than anything and that we defeat our enemies by the word of God through revelation, the anointing of the Holy Spirit. So tonight we're going to pray. So bring forth every demon that is trying to destroy, to annihilate your very soul, to annihilate your finances, your health, your children, your family, your job. He wants you living under a bridge. The devil wants you living in your car. No job, no food, no clothes, no shoes. He wants you sick all the time. He wants you crying, mental depression. He wants you walking dead he wants you people of God to be destroyed by any means necessary but we have to let him know that we have the power we have the power Jesus, he didn't just give his life. He put his soul for us, <laughs> his very soul, so that he may win us back unto the father. His life was not in vain or his death and resurrection was not in vain because we love him. 
We are not always perfect. We are not always doing the right things, but we love him. And the Jews, they loved him. And they fail lots of times like we do. But one thing they knew within their very soul, within their very heart, was that the only way they was going to get out of this is through God. That was the only out for them at this point. They knew going to talk to the king was not going to work because it wasn't against flesh and blood. But that devil wanted them annihilated. We are fighting a battle that we think we can win. We can fight it. And God is saying, no, I didn't die and resurrect for you to fight anything. He did it for us on the cross. And then said, just wait here because power will come. And when they received that power in Acts, they began to be like Christ. He trained them. Gave them his wisdom, his likeness, because he knew he was leaving. So he taught everything to them that he could so that they can teach it to others. So now we have the word of God to teach us along with the Holy Spirit. Now we are to walk, talk and teach like him. Our very soul should have. His blood running through our very vein so that we can be like him. But because of the times that we are in right now, it's annihilation time for the people of God. But just like Mordecai and Esther and the Jews begin to pray unto God, we have that same power. That same wisdom. That when the enemy comes in like a flushing, he's just coming in like a flood, a rushing flood to us. All we have to do is fast and pray, seek the Father, and he's going to come to our rescue. He promised us he would. So for every tear that you cry, there's an answer. For every fear that you have, it's a spirit. God calls it a spirit of fear. He has the answer. So tonight we want to pray against the spirit of annihilation, the Haman spirit. Because the battle is not about you. It's about the fact that you love God and are willing to live for him. You repented of your sins. And he doesn't want anybody in love with God. He doesn't want anyone serving God. So he wants to annihilate us. To where God wouldn't have any worshipers. So he distracts us by putting things in our lives that take us away from the glory of God. That take us away from reading and praying. Because our burdens are so heavy, we call them. They are keeping our attention and we're not running to God instead. But God is here for us tonight. 
And as we wonder, can these bones live? God is saying, yes, they can. Once you prophesy to those bones, they can live. Once you begin to speak the blood of Jesus over it, it will live. And the Jews have always used that to their advantage. Whenever they got into a tight spot, they knew what they needed to do to get out of it. And we have to use that same tool to get out of it. We don't have to be annihilated. We don't have to accept defeat. We don't have to. We don't have to. So tonight we want to pray. Every Haman spirit that is coming against my very soul. I cancel your assignment now in the name of Jesus. For every Haman spirit that wants to see me die financially, physically, mentally, in my health. I cancel your assignment now by the blood of Jesus. You will not have me or my soul. You will not have me or my soul. I say yes to Jesus. I say yes to Jesus. My soul says yes to Jesus. My life, it says yes to Jesus. I will hold on to his unchanging hand. Because I know victory is in the praise. Victory is in the word. I have the power to defeat the enemy through the word, through the Holy Spirit. Hold on to it. Because just like Mordecai told Esther, do not think that you will be overlooked just because you live in that palace. But that your foundation is a Jew. And you will suffer as the Jew. But if God raise up somebody else to do what he has asked you to do, your family will suffer. So today we don't want to miss the promises and the presence and the assignment that God has upon our life by having distractions of sickness, by having distractions of finances, joblessness. Those are distractions. But when we began to get into the word of God, begin to get into the presence of God, it goes away. It will go away. So today, we decree and declare every Haman spirit mm, 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 that has sneaked up to the king to take our lives, that has sneaked up and became an accuser of our lives, we rebuke it now in the name of Jesus. And if we have allowed ourselves to be accused by the devil, off of what we have done, what we have said, we repent right now in the name of Jesus. 
because we do not want to give the enemy any tools that he can go to God with and say, God, look, this is what they've done. They have sinned against you. So right now we repent of those things that the enemy will not be able to accuse us of going against the word of God. And we will walk carefully every day. And know that no matter how many blessings we get, we are still on assignment. No matter how much lifting we get from God, we are still on assignment. Everyone has a Haman on their job, maybe in your family. And maybe you are your own Haman speaking death over your own life. I'm going to pray, but it's not going to happen. I'm going to pray, but God never, never answers that prayer. I'm going to talk to God, but I don't know. I'm going to talk to my boss about harassment and stuff, but I don't know. Those are things of death because the Bible lets us know that when we quote his word, he's there with us. And we say to the devil, it is written. I shall live and not die. And we look at that cancer. We look at the diabetes, the sight loss. And we can speak to it and say, it is written. We can meditate on the word of God and say, it is written. So when reality hit Esther. And she said to herself, yes, I am a Jew. So no matter what, I could be a part of this. So I better take the advantage and do what God is asking me to do. So though there is an annihilation, annihilation in front of them, they yet run to God for deliverance. And that's all God is saying to us. Come to him for deliverance. We don't have to do this alone. We don't have to fight these battles. But when we go to God. He will fight these battles for us. They're already won. He already knew that the enemy would accuse us. He already knew that he wants to destroy us. So he's saying, because I already know, just bring it back to me. You trust me with it and I'll deal with it. So they knew that the decree had went forth. Kings signed on it. It was going to happen. It was in stone that they would be destroyed. And they began to cry before the Lord. It was going to happen. You on your job and the person above you is talking about how you're not doing your job. And it's all false information because Haman gave the king false information, false, true and false information. And when you combine truth and false together, it's believable. Because you're going to present something truth in it so that it will be. 
So now the person that's against you is doing false truth. And you're trying to explain it's not all the truth. But because truth is in it, a little bit of truth is in it, it's believable. What do you do then? And you say to them, no, that's not how it happened. That's not what what happened. Uh, No, let me explain. They said, but didn't you? And you say, yes. And they say, and didn't this? And you say, yes. So it's presented believable. But what God wants us to understand, it still is a curseless curse. It still, in God's eyes, do not hold anything. But because of what we see, because of what we've heard, we allow that to weigh more than God. Oh, I'm going to have to take the car. Oh, I'm going to have to take where you live because you don't make enough money. You don't do this. You don't do that. And we will allow that to weigh more than the promises of God. Can you imagine somebody has a decree that it's okay to kill you, to wipe you off of the face of the earth, to take your job, your money, your living, your livelihood. It's okay to do it. And you feel powerless. Like you you can't do anything about it. But God is saying, yes, you can. You have more power than you think. You have more ground than the person who made the accusations. But you don't realize it. And until Mordecai woke her up and said, well, hold on, my sister. Let's get you in check right now. You enjoying that palace a little bit more than you need to be. And when spiritually she woke up and said, oh, oh, that's when she said, okay, we got to do a breakthrough. We've got to warfare over this. So not only did they have to praise and worship, but they had to spiritually fight that demon off of them. They had to spiritually take control of what the devil was doing to them. To take your very life. What would you do if you knew that your life could be taken away from you and it's agreed upon? So there'd be no repercussions behind your life being taken. Well, that's what the devil is doing to us. He's taking, trying to take the lives of God's people, shutting our mouth, having us to not believe, keeping us frustrated and in fear. And he's going to continue to try until we bend. But if you stand solid on the word of God, through your tears, through your not understanding, but you know, I'm going to stand on the word of God and I'm going to stand in his presence until the change come before the deadline. God will honor it. He is our stronghold in the time of trouble. Nahum one. So if he's saying to us, he is our stronghold so he knows that trouble is coming our way 
We rebuke it in the name of Jesus. We will not allow the enemy to continue time after time after time to take from us. Time after time after time to decree death upon us. We rebuke it now in the name of Jesus. We will stand in our heart, in our mind, in our soul, knowing God is going to pull us out. Knowing God has the last say. It ain't over until God tells you there is no way. That's when it's over. But he has never written that it was over. He tells us to keep fighting. Keep praying. Because it's coming. It's coming. I need you to grow through this. So that when the enemy presents it again, you know how to slap it down. When the enemy presents it again, you know exactly what you need to do. It ain't over. It's not over. Stop saying it's over because then it is over. If in your heart and in your mind and in your verbiage, you're saying it's over, then it is over. You have shut the hands of God down. But when you begin to fight with the word of God, with the vision that God has for you, with the assignment that God has for you, it is not over. We got to get that in our very soul, not just our spirit. But we have to get the word of God in our soul. In Jesus name, we will not be defeated anymore. We will not walk around here like with our head hung down, looking at other religions like why are they prospering and the people of God is not. It's because we are not spending the time. We are not giving it to him. We are not learning of him. Stop holding our head down like we are the worst. And start holding our head up. Decree a fast. Decree a time set aside for God. Do anything you have to do to get where you have to go in God. They decreed a fast and they all did it. Wasn't just Esther. Because all of them was on the decree. What are we going to do? When the annihilation hits us, our family, do we stand or do we give in? Do we believe God and his word or do we think he's powerless? What are we really thinking when we see God when we're in trouble? Lord, we will hold on to your word. Father, we will press on and believe. When we always say no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We need to understand that the weapon is formed right now. The enemy is not shadow boxing with us. He's he's throwing punches. And either we're going to get into the word of God and let God work this out. Or we're going to get bounced around a lot. One day we believe God. The next day we don't. Because the pressure comes. And it doesn't stop. Because as soon as your car go out, there's something wrong at the house. As soon as that happens, something wrong at the job. He's not just doing one thing at a time. He's pushing it all on you in one day. To where you will literally want to break down and give up. Where you would literally want to just sit there and cry instead of go to God. That's what he wants from you. 
And sometimes we find ourselves doing that, but we bounce back. That's what he wants us to do. God wants us to bounce back and go straight to him. And when we begin to practice that, it becomes easier to do because we know that our redeemer lives. Father, right now we stand in your word, oh God. We will not be defeated again. We will not continue to be the punching bag of the devil, oh God. But we are going to take our swords and we are going to fight, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for what you're doing. Annihilation will not come to our house in Jesus' name, on our job. We rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus. We decree and we declare. We prophesy to our situations right now, oh God. Prosperity, health in Jesus' name. We speak to that situation right now, oh God. Life. We say to diabetes, cancer, Alzheimer's. Right now, we speak to you and say we will live and not die. I will see the glory of God in this situation. I will be healed. I was not created to have that in my body. So whatever I did to have it in my body, God, I repent in Jesus' name. But I stand on your word. I stand on the blood of Jesus that heals me. You are the Lord that healeth me. I release my body unto you. I release my soul unto you, God. I I worship you in your presence, oh God. Father, right now I see you scraping it off our back right now, oh God. You're just taking it all off of our back right now. You're making our back lighter. I see you with that shovel and you're just scraping it off of our backs right now, oh God. And you're saying to it, just come on off, come off, come off, come off. I got it. Come off. You don't have to wear You don't have to wear this on your back anymore. I got it. I got it. I got it. And you're taking it. And we thank you right now. Oh, God. Father, I see you right now. Oh, God, your hand is pressed towards heaven and a light is coming. And all the darkness that is in the sky right now. Oh, God, you're saying you're going to take it away. You're going to take all that light, that darkness away right now and let your people see who you really are. Let your people know and experience your presence right now. Oh, God, I see you taking darkness away from us. In your name we pray. Jesus, give us that light, oh, God. Open our eyes that we may see. Open our eyes right now, oh, God, that we may see. We give you praise, oh, God, we give you praise. I ask you right now, oh God, that your hands would touch every situation, oh God, as we pray. Touch the finances, oh God. Rain it down from heaven right now. Touch the barrenness and marriages, oh God, that they shall bring forth in Jesus' name. We know you're able. You can do the impossible right now, God. We touch and agree in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, come Holy Spirit and speak to us. Come Holy Spirit and speak to us right now, oh God. We give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor. 
Lord, I see the Holy Spirit coming right now. He's here. He's here, oh God. He's here. Ready to heal your people. He's here. Your spirit is here right now, oh God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, we touch and agree for healing right now, oh God, in the belly, in the stomach area, oh God. We touch and agree right now to heal. Let your blood heal right now, oh God. Let your blood heal right now. In the name of Jesus, let your blood heal. We give you glory, oh God. We give you glory, oh God. We give you glory. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, we thank you right now. We thank you right now, oh, God. Healing in the stomach right now, oh, God. Healing. Take it away, oh, God. Every stone, take it away. Every knot, take it away, oh, God. We are healed by your blood. We are healed by your blood, oh, God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every eye trouble right now, oh God. We touch and agree right now for healing in the eyes. Lord, you healed You've healed in the eyes before. And we thank you right now, oh God, for touching the eyes. Any light that may be seen, oh God, we rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Any blurriness we see right now, oh God, we rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for healing. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for healing. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we give you God praise. We give you praise, Jesus. Jesus, we give you praise right now. Our faith is in you, O God. Our love, our soul, our mind and body is in you right now, O God. We stretch forth our hands with your power and believing that tonight you have healed. Your hands have healed tonight, Lord. We give you praise and honor. Father, that you you are going to honor the healings right now, oh God, as they lay their hands upon where it is, God, that healing will come to their body right now, oh God, by faith, they are healed, oh God, by faith. Lord, we thank you right now. By faith, healing has come. They are loosed right now, oh God. Thyroids dried up right now in the name of Jesus. Hey. Dried up right now in the name of Jesus. You've healed, you've healed, you've healed thyroid, oh God. Mm, Father, in the moment with the issue of blood, oh God. As women are facing that problem right now, oh God. 
Put your hands, oh God, on the uterus right now, oh God. Put your hands. As I touch and agree with you, Holy Spirit. Hey, Karabashandaraki. Lord, begin to block it and heal it right now, oh God, that that flow will not come out heavy anymore in the name of Jesus. That everyone right now who's listening, they are healed from it right now, oh God. Stop that overflow. In the name of Jesus. God, I see your healing power right now. I see your hand right now. I give you praise, oh God. I give you praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So as we begin to go throughout the night or the day, whichever one you're in right now, let us begin to just thank God for our healing tonight. And let us read the scriptures and the verses on healing that we may continue to manifest that healing right now. God has promised us healing. That's a promise. That's a covenant. That's a decree. He has put out himself is healing. And we can walk in that healing right now. Lay your hands on yourself and prophesy, I'm healed. I don't know how long it will take. I don't know what the Holy Spirit will speak to you. That's your relationship with him. But I do know healing is promised. Healing is our covenant. And we thank God for it. So tonight we end it. With thanksgiving of healing and deliverance in our life. So right now, you can praise God. Just as Esther and her people were saved, you are now saved. According to the word of God and believing in the word. Just as Hezekiah turned to God and began to speak. You have spoken and God has heard your requests tonight so we thank you god we give you praise we love you so much matter of fact god we are in love with you and never want to look back to the way we used to be but that we will continue to grow and repent and love you all the days of our lives in jesus name we pray amen so we thank god tonight and we're excited because we will see you again and pray with you again on tomorrow. Have a good night. On the internet, on the phone, or in person. However you want to shop, Gilman has you covered. So go to Gilman online. Let's chat. Give us a ring or come shake our hands. Gilman is here for you. Gilman got rule number 26. However, whenever, wherever. Right now at Gilman Jeep, you can buy a 2022 Wagoneer Series 2 for $67,478. Visit GilmanJeep.com or contact Gilman Jeep for details. Gilman, it's the way to go. At Texas Mutual Insurance Company, we celebrate the people who make Texas work. Your employees drive your business forward and keep this state growing strong. Still, we never forget that the workers we protect are more than their jobs. They're the mothers, fathers, friends, and neighbors who bring our communities to life. And we're proud to be on the job with 1.5 million of them every day. 
See their stories and learn more about safety-focused workers' comp at texasmutual.com slash on the job. This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 